We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. First NorCal Credit Union, a smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. All right, let's go back. Let's go back to the Boxer and Gerson guest line. Man, we haven't talked to her in a very long time since I think last year, maybe two years ago. Jessica Birch, KPIX Weather. Jessica, good morning. Long time, no talk. I know. It's been a year. I mean, it was for the game last year, right? Was it for the Philly game or the Dallas game? No, it was for the Seattle game. Seattle wildcard game. That's right. Yes. And you were accurate with your weather. You were accurate. You said there was going to be some showers, but it was going to die down during the game. And you know what, Jessica? You're actually a weather reporter that we trust. Meteorologist. Meteorologist. We can say that. Thank you for correcting yourself. Meteorologist. (laughs) You know what's crazy? Because last year we were talking about rain, and we're literally talking about it again this year. Like, who's the bad luck charm here? Me? What? I'm just curious. I'm asking because as we head into tomorrow afternoon, we're talking about rain once again for the Green Bay versus 49ers game. (laughs) All I want to know is if I'm going to be at the game tailgating, when and where should I be wearing my coat? When will it be raining? You know, it's going to be interesting because you know those days where we see those atmospheric rivers move into the bay and it's just constant downpour? We're not going to be seeing that tomorrow. It's going to be light drizzle in the forecast for us into the mid-afternoon hours. And then as the game starts, we're going to start seeing the rain ramp up a little bit more, but it's mostly just light rain in the forecast. And heading into the evening hours, we're also sitting in the upper 50s and lower 60s. So what do we need to do to prepare? Well, honestly, just bring the umbrella just in case, have the rain gear ready to go. But it's not going to be a huge washout by any means. I'm going to tell you right now, you, you haven't been to a lot of football games. Do not bring an umbrella and sit in front yeah. of me. You bring a hood. Yeah, yeah, do they even allow umbrellas into the stadium? That I don't know. But but what I about the wind? You're talking about the pregame. Oh, yeah, pregame. Yeah, you were okay. talking about the pregame. True. What yeah, about what about the wind? How's the wind going to be? A lot to be made about Brock yeah, Purdy's arm and spinning that ball through the wind. It's not going to be that bad. Five to ten mile per hour winds from the south. It's really light. So really, it's just light drizzle in the forecast for us. So, like I said, not a washout by any means. And thank goodness that's the case because we need to win tomorrow. So so wow. So so we listen. So basically, like basically, it's just football weather then. It is football weather. And, I mean, look at what happened throughout the states the past couple of days. There's been cancellations left and right, right, because yep. of the crazy snowstorms that everyone else has. This is nothing compared to that. So, so. so, look, so Jessica, look, we're already predicting a big win tomorrow. And now I'm going to be arrogant about it. The Niners are winning tomorrow. I'm betting Absolutely. a lot of money on the 49ers. They're going to win tomorrow. So what's the weather? What's the ten day forecast look like for the NFC Championship game next Sunday? I gotta know. Ooh, you're looking a little bit more long range. Well, what's interesting? Do I want to get too geeky about weather right now? I'm yes, not sure. let's get. Let's I mean, I do please. call Vontae the Rain Man, so it's a good person to be having a conversation with. 
Well, okay, three. when is that game going to be? You said 10 days out, right? Uh, Sunday. Yeah, but 10-day forecast, but it'd be Sunday. So it's like it's like a nine-day forecast. Seven? Yeah. Okay, well, it's still a little bit unsettled as we head into next weekend, but just around next week, Wednesday, Thursday, we still have rain in the forecast. So mm. it's looking promising that it could be drizzly again. But guys, when it, when it comes to rain and forecasting, as great as our models are nowadays, it's 2024, it's still kind of hard to predict fully 10 days out what time that shower setup is going to be building in. So right. We'll keep you updated. You just need to call me again. That's what it is. All right, Jessica, one last weather question before you get on out of yeah. here. As everyone's getting ready for the game. When I, I go on my Apple weather app, right? That's what I use. The little whatever mm-hmm. it's called. The weather yeah, app. Everyone on Apple. Does. Yeah, all right. When it says 38% chance of raining and I drill mm-hmm. down and I look at the different times, I've seen it yeah. two different ways on the internet and I don't know which mm-hmm. one it is. Does that mean a 38% chance it will rain or that <laughs> 38% of San Francisco will get hit with rain. That's it. So whenever you see a percentage, let's use 40% just to average it out, right? If we're talking about San Francisco, the county of San Francisco, and it says 40% chance of rain, that means 40% of the area will get hit with 100% chance of showers. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Perfect. But if I'm in a car that's going 88 miles per hour... Don't drive that fast. What's well, a DeLorean? Don't drive that fast. Yeah, no, 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 you can't. Do, no, the DeLorean flies. You don't even drive with the DeLorean. You just go through space. Well, you got to get you up there. hilarious. Up there. But yeah, tomorrow's going to be a good day, guys. I am so excited to watch that game. It's not going to be a huge washout event with the rain, but yes, it is going to be a little bit drizzly out there. So just get prepared if you are heading out there. Will you be at Levi's? I wish. Do you want to invite me? No, you, you work for KPIX, meteorologist. You're a meteorologist. They don't got a suite for you? KPIX has a suite. <laughs> I actually have military training this weekend for the National Guard, so I wouldn't be able to make it anyway. Wait a minute. Are wait, 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 wait a minute. Military training. What? Now, what entails military training, please? Um, so I'm an officer here in the California Army National Guard. I fly Blackhawks part-time. Oh, my gosh. I'm not sure if you guys knew that or not. No, well, yeah, you did so. not know that. No, we did I'm not stunned. know that. We did not know that. We just thought, hey, it's sunny in Cal- the Bay Area today. We didn't wow. know. We had no idea. Wow. So wait. You're- so yeah. what is your title? I'm a first lieutenant right now. Oh, first lieutenant. Lieutenant, Pop, lieutenant Birch. I apologize. Lieutenant Birch. Isn't wow. That, did, I, did I address <laughs> wow. you appropriately? I apologize. Yeah. So yeah, mil- no, you totally did. Wow. So you could tell the weather and you're in better shape than both of us combined. <laughs> uh, you know, I do run a lot. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a busy weekend all throughout California. It's going to be busy for me flying this weekend. It's going to be busy for you guys down at the game. I'm yeah. really excited for so, you. Though. So, Lieutenant Birch, uh, yeah. how can you help Shasky here? Because he has... He has an issue with injuries, whether he's playing softball, getting out to bed, when getting out to shower. You, get hurt. you know, he, he's he's banged up all over the place, man. I don't know his elbow. One day it's his you forearm. Yeah, you hot need yoga. Hot yoga. Hot yoga. Heck yeah. Shasky, hot that- yoga. The only thing that I'm trying to have that's hot right now is like some hot sriracha sauce wow. with my eggs wow. and sausage wow. when I go well, over to Sears Cafe. I'm, I'm trying to help yoga you. anytime soon. Yeah, I'm trying to get you healthy. I did hot yoga once. It, it really works. My boy Festus Azuli does a lot of yoga. And you didn't do a second? I did some other yoga. I, I work two jobs, man. I don't have time. Uh, Thank Lieutenant you. Birch. Lieutenant Thank Birch. Birch. We will call you next week for the weather report on the uh, <laughs> NFC Championship game. Sounds good. My <laughs> avatar from here on out should be Chris when he gets out of uh, the hospital with the neck brace. Yeah. And he gets yeah. into the, he's got the broken right. nose from the, from the Sopranos. Lieutenant Birch. Wow. Meteorologist. So now I know when it says 40% chance of rain, it doesn't mean 40% chance. It means 40% of San Francisco will be 100% raining. <laughs> I'm optimistic, Bonte. Um, 
No, Drew Down. Hey, stop it, Drew. Don't care. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not right. I know you're trying to get a little jokey joke off. But that's not right. She's flying Blackhawks, dude. What the hell? I, 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 I'm so unbelievable. We, you know what? We need to just have her on once a month. Okay. Just because. For what? I don't know. We'll make something up. Hey. I can just hear the boss right now. Like, Lieutenant Birch, I'm out. Giant season. Hey. What, 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 what? The win factor when, you know, Mike Yasuski, when he comes up short on a home run to the right field. No, no the athletic. How does it the win no, no, affect no, the that? The athletic has already done that. And, and they've computed that Brandon Belt has been screwed throughout his career, oh. even though Barry Bonds played in the same exact stadium and hit a zillion home runs. But Belt was screwed throughout his career. We've already done that. Because Brandon Belt and Barry Bonds are the exact same. I'm not getting into this conversation. I already beat you at it once. Dog. You guys I, are alienating the producer studio real quick back here. Caller of the week? Yeah, sure. Our first call of the day oh. from a Packer fan. Wow. What's up, Kit? Hey, I'm going to the game, and there's going to be a lot of Packer fans at the game because we're not wine-sipping, cracker-eating 49ers fans. Heavy rain at Levi's Stadium will be like a summer vacay for the Packers fans. <laughs> So there's going to be a lot of green and gold going fly like a cheese head, fly like a cheese head. I'm going with a local bartender, so we'll warm up. I hope they sell brandy at Levi's Stadium. Okay. That is hilarious. Sell the Twitter streets <laughs> in the roasters. <whistles> By the way, that was called a week. What are the Twitter streets in the roasters? Lieutenant Birch, U.S. Army Black Hawk pilot. 129,000 followers on, on this. Whoa! <laughs> Meteorologist, of course, going through military training this weekend. When I hear fly like a cheesehead, <laughs> I think of my buddies doing blow in the early 2000s. Oh, my God. Because we used to call it cheese. Hey, Joe. Great well, some. Y'all used to call cocaine cheese? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't even want to know. The like, I joke about it, but I never now, done so the it. the cocaine's I, happening. Yeah, I didn't get that deep into it. I just, I like a lot of movies that have cocaine in them. There's a lot of nicknames. They used to call it the rosin bag, oh the God. powder. Oh, my God. The ya-ya. I have no idea. The cha-cha-cha. Yeah, you got way too much knowledge about that. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out on that. You got to have the street vernacular. I'm out on that. Monte. I'm out on that. I'm out on the coke vernacular. Kids, I'm don't out. do drugs. <laughs> Mills High School tomorrow. Pancake breakfast. <laughs> Uh, what are you Nine to doing twelve. To me? Nine to twelve. Hey kids, I'm coming to talk to you how you shouldn't do drugs, how you should stay in school, and let's raise some money for the Mills Athletic High School program. Nine to twelve. Mills High School. Mills Cafeteria. We got Terrell Owens, man. We got, dude. We're gonna get to everybody on the calls. Just hang tight. Adam, June, Larry, Duke, Richie, Rich. Larry June. We're gonna get to everybody. Yeah, Larry Jew worked out of my hole. You know, <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't even realize you did that. I know, Larry I know. June. No, I know. <laughs> there was a I comment. Do, I, know, between I know, I know, I know, numbers. I know. We're that's doing that's numbers. <laughs> what is going on? I got to call it Clam Chowder? Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's going on with the game? 
<laughs> Cheese and chowder? No, no, don't talk about that. <laughs> Swiss cheese <laughs> or provolone? <laughs> yeah, the finely grated Parmesan. Monterey Jack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Jack? <laughs> it hits. That Gorgonzola? It's crumbly. Oh, my God. Feta? Calling it Brie cheese. <laughs> he needs that Brie. The yada. <laughs> that A1 Yola. <laughs> La la la, always. <laughs> Coming up on the K Punch, you might free my pick. Full service picking, no compromises. Your fall cost plus Terrell Owens. He's got to follow that up. Lieutenant Birch, the TO. We will, we will rock you. Buddy, you're a young man, hot man, shouting in the street. You're going to take all the world someday. You got blood on your face. The big, big disgrace. disgrace Waving your banner all over the place I just cut off like that? Damn Ah, that was good I like that I like that uh, Dude, on YouTube Now, the call of the week Is the one that wanted to listen to Luther Vandross Right to the game with Bonte So Ed asked me What, what are we knocking to the game? I said we're knocking all the ratchet stuff. <laughs> Little John may be in the mix. You know, Messi Marv may be in the mix. You know what I played this morning? What's that? The blind stares of a million eyes. <laughs> Looking hard, but won't realize that you'll finally see the... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Tupac, uh, song one, disc two, if you're um, old enough to remember discs. Uh, color of the week, R.J. Fairfield. Right to the game. No, we probably go bust some Luther Vandross. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> what, what did RJ say? Fonte, uh, the more you talk, the more nervous I get. Come on, man. If you're nervous, go to church. Fonte, the more you talk, the more you make me nervous. You know, one guy who was never nervous, it was about that action. It was about that smoke. And he wanted to smoke. And he wanted to, he wanted to shine. He loved them some him. There's no doubt about it. But he told us to get your popcorn ready. And we got our popcorn ready, and this guy delivered. Every Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, you name it. It's Terrell Owens, Pro Football Hall of Famer. One of the best receivers to ever do it. I think top two is Jerry and T.O., and you can argue with your mama about that. But nobody's better than him. Not Randy Moss, nobody. And T.O.'s here to break it down. Completely but agree. first and foremost, we got the wine. And, and T.O., we're waiting on this wine, man. We're waiting on this wine. I know you got some special things happening. T.O., what's up, man? Welcome back to the Morning Roast. Yep, yep, man. Get your popcorn ready early this morning, man. These is free uh, pre-playoff uh, vibes right now. Let me let me start right here. That that catch, obviously, you know, you uh, had a rough day that day in that, that wild card game against the Green Bay Packers. You know what that history, Niners and Packers and all the faltering for the Niners leading up to that game. What What did that catch do for you in terms of – confidence building moving forward in your career uh man it did uh exponentially a lot of things man just uh as you mentioned just the confidence and uh you know again it's not how you start it's how you finish uh essentially kind of uh kind of like uh, uh some similarities uh, uh of what the playoffs are like you know what i mean it's not really how you start it's how you finish if you look at yeah. some of the teams that are in the playoffs right now uh they didn't start off particularly well but uh voila here they are um but back to to me um man it uh it was kind of like a stepping stone to uh to my career 
uh, stepping stool to to stardom. Um, again, like I said, uh, you know, I put a lot of probably internal pressure on myself to to try to go out there and do some uh, some great things that day. Obviously, uh, my first experience uh, in the playoffs, uh, you know, playing against a historic team franchise. Uh, Hall of Fame quarterback in the Green Bay Packers. Um, and, man, um, I just wanted to go out there and play well. And sometimes things aren't always as you draw them up or how you visualize them, um, but you just got to stay the course. Tara Lawrence here on the Morning Ross on 95.7, the game courtesy of the Boxer and Girls and Guest Line. And we can't get enough of this highlight, T.O. I had tears of joy. You had tears of joy. Let's hear about it. Some are all on the call. Three-man rush, and Young stumbles on the way back and fires up the middle. Pass is caught by Owens. Owens made the catch. <laughs> this is amazing. Madden on the call. We get goosebumps whenever we see Madden at Summerall. When you hear that, because I got another cut for you with your former head coach and what he thought about the play and how you came to the sideline. Just when you hear that call, T.O., when you hear that call, what do you first think of? Man, I immediately when I when I caught the pass and I you know I'm a, I'm a man of faith um, you know that's really kind of what drove me and obviously uh, obviously to have a lot of the confidence that I have um, you got to have faith not only in yourself but you got to believe in a higher power and uh, immediately uh, my grandma everybody that knows me uh, yeah. they know my grandma raised me um, grew up in the church and literally like throughout the course of the game I thought about her during that game and immediately when I caught the caught the pass and fell to the ground. Um, immediately out of my mouth, my mouth was, thank you, Jesus. And so I really I mm. thought about my grandmama at that time. So, um, again, when you think of a player, um, uh, sometimes a lot of uh, people ask us, like, what's going on? What are you thinking about mm-hmm. during the time period? Do you hear the crowd? Um, it's, you know, some of those moments go through your head. You hear it for a second, and then everything goes silent. And so that essentially that's what happened. Everything went silent for a second because I saw the pass. I, I knew I had caught it, and I knew I caught it in between Darren Sharper and a couple of other guys. And I knew when I fell to the ground, like I said, I saw some of my teammates uh, uh, come over to me and uh, pick me up, embrace me. And those words are exactly what I, what I said. I, I immediately thought about my grandma first, and then it was just like I woke up, and then the crowd was there, and I heard all the noise. Uh, so that was it. Was a very emotional day because I put, I think, again, again, like I said, I put a lot of pressure on myself to play well. Um, obviously, Steve Young, Jerry Rice, JJ. Right. Um, I knew that I was starting to trend. I was starting to get better. Um, I wanted to do a lot of great things, and so we all have those visions as a player of the perfect game. And I was that. Obviously, that was the opposite of a perfect game. Right. And like I said, you hear a lot of guys say. It's cliche. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. And that's essentially uh, what it was for me that day. wasn't a perfect game, but it was a perfect moment for you, T.O., winning that, right. uh, catching that touchdown pass against the Green Bay Packers to advance in the playoffs. I always, thought, I always thought always thought, you guys were going to smoke the Falcons had Garrison Hurst not got hurt on the first play of the game. Man. I don't want to bring that up, though. I want to bring this up, Man. though. Steve Mariucci joined our station earlier this week, and here's what he said about the catch against the Green Bay Packers. Oh, he's crying on my shoulder. I said, quit getting your tears on my shirt here. I had to get him off the field. I had to go out there and drag him off the field a little bit because we were, we were going to kick the extra point. I didn't want a penalty. And the place was going berserk, and he was berserk because he was so emotional. He was crying, and he was, like, beside himself. And he had to try to get a grip because it was such a huge play. So it was a huge play. What do you remember about that moment, hugging your coach? And, you know, we know what happened afterwards with Mooch, and we don't need to get into that. But what do you remember about that, hugging your coach and hugging your teammates on the sideline? 
Yeah, I mean, that was uh, obviously part of that. And, uh, again, like I said, I remember, you know, J.J., you know, obviously hugging J.J., obviously being in the arms of uh, Mooch at that time. And, and, again, like I said, for me, it was bigger than it was bigger than Mooch. It was bigger than mm-hmm. the Niners. Again, like I said, my faith played a big part in my success. And so, again, throughout the course of the day, bro, like, that could have gone the opposite way. If I didn't – I wasn't as strong-minded and strong-willed as I was and really focused and faithful, um, again, I wouldn't have been able to make that catch. And so that's what those emotions were were, were about. Um, and I was, like I said, being in that Bay Area, uh, understanding that the, the rich history and the tradition, mm-hmm. uh, trying, you know, trying to get another championship, which has been, you know, very elusive so, for so many years. Um, you know, like I said, you know, obviously Harbaugh getting the, the team back to the Super Bowl, and obviously they didn't win it, but that's the closest they've been back to the Super Bowl since then. And so I wanted to be a part of that, man. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that the way things kind of unfolded. I didn't really end my career there. But, you know, again, like you say, uh, the fans know, man, you know, things happen throughout the course of, uh, of a career, uh, the times that, you know, guys are at places. Um, but for me, man, I, I know I always, always be a Niner, um, but I wore – four other jerseys um, um, throughout the course of my career. And I just tried to play, you know, with the, the God-given talents that God gave me. And so I tried to do that at every stop. And so, obviously, I'm very fortunate to have uh, been drafted uh, by the 49ers, uh, played there eight years. And, uh, you know, man, hopefully this is the year uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 81vino.com. You can see it on our YouTube page right now. You can see the yep. bottle. It looks yeah. beautiful. Yep. Go on there, yeah, order you that. some. And that thing looks awesome. You said awesome. promo code 49ers for t- uh, 10% Say off. Say that as again. Well. Promo code 49ers to get 10% off that Perfect. 2018 that's Cabernet. That's the Hall of Fame edition, too. We oh. only have about 32 cases left. That's the okay. Hall of Fame edition. So once this is out, it's a wrap. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, T- uh, so yesterday, T.O., I'm, I'm looking at your timeline. I follow you on Twitter, on X or whatever the hell it's called these days, <laughs> and, and you're talking about the playoffs, and you're saying there are playmakers and then there are game changers, okay? Yeah. Can you differentiate the two for our audience? Um. Yeah, so obviously you got guys that are on the team uh, that make plays uh, that traditionally, you know, they, they, you know, it's almost like the, I guess the analogy or the simulation that, 
uh, Cam Newton was trying to make with, you know, game managers, you know what I mean, and playmakers in, in a sense. And so a playmaker, obviously you got guys that go out there, they, they make plays here and there, but then you have those special players that are on teams that you know you need to get the ball to their game changers. Mm-hmm. That would be your Christian McCaffrey's, mm-hmm. uh, your Christian McCaffrey's. He's a game changer. Uh, he's the X factor uh, in, in order for your team to obviously kind of get over the hump and, and really make plays. A very, uh, very integral part of, of your offense. I just happen to be sometimes I kind of felt like I was kind of a little bit of both. I was a playmaker, um, but again, I was a game changer as well because you know uh, when your hands are on the ball, something special is going to going to happen. That's that's a game changer. Brock Purdy would he be a game changer or just a player who makes plays from time to time? I would say he's a playmaker. I think he's a he's a playmaker because he has to make the decision. He has to get the ball into the guy's hands uh, to to make those plays. What about uh, I'm looking over here? I mean, you played for the Eagles. You played for the Cowboys. Both those teams get eliminated. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, Dak, McCarthy. Like, have at it. Have your Sirianni. What are your thoughts on the on the Cowboys bowing out and the Eagles bowing out? Because I'm happy. I'm thrilled. We're smoking on that Eagles Cowboys pack, yeah, T.O. We are smoking on that Cowboys pack. <laughs> well, I think you are you are you along with a lot of people in America. <laughs> y'all, are all smoking, y'all are all smoking that pack. Uh, it's a, y'all got a two pack going on. Uh, a a two for one special. Um, with the, with the Cowboys, honestly, I kind of expected that, and I'm just being that's just that's just me being honest, and I kind of just take myself uh, out of being a fan. Um, I try I try to take myself out of the biases, um, but that organization is just not really run well. Um, I think in order for that team to really win, um, this one have to be some front office, some hierarchy type changes. I'm with probably you. starting with yeah, probably starting with the owner, and then maybe the GM. That's just me. But again, like I said, they're not going to win anytime soon. Back to the Eagles. Eagles, um, if you factor in the injuries, and when you get into the playoffs, that's, you know, anybody knows, like, you, you, you win with sometimes the team that's on momentum and the teams that are, that are playing that are the healthiest. Everybody knows this. And obviously, like I said, they weren't a healthy team. What do you think about A.J. Brown as we're talking to Terrell Owens here on the Boxing Girls and Guest Line on the Morning Rose? Go to uh, T.O., go to 81vino.com for the new, the 2018 Cabernet Savion Reserve. 32 cases left. Hall of Fame edition. 32. Only 32 cases left. You better get them while it's hot right now. Use the promo code 49ers to get 10% off. A.J. Brown didn't seem like he was a big fan of that offense or a big fan of some of the passes he was getting or not getting in Philadelphia. What's your thoughts on him and his long-term future in Philadelphia? Well, I mean, it's frustrating when you're when you're when you're losing. But I mean, they were on a ten and one skid before they probably what until they lost the last six of the last seven or something like that. Um, again, when you're a part of a, a, an offense, and uh, I was in that position where you know you're 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 a big part of the offense and you're not getting involved or what have you. But a lot of a receivers' uh, success is predicated on play calling, and it's predicated on the chemistry of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so for him, I, I, I don't understand why he would be complaining. Um, like I said, I'm not in that locker room. I, I don't really watch the games on, a, on an every weekend basis. So only he can answer the frustration that, which he had. But up until this, uh, up until like game 12, they were, they were, they were flying high. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pun intended. They were, they were really flying high, but they started to have some injuries uh, here and there. And that's what I was telling you. Um, going into the playoffs, uh, 
a lot of two of those things that I mentioned uh, hit them. The injury bug, and then they weren't really playing well. You got to play with yep. momentum. And with this game with the 49ers, you're playing with a young team, and they're playing with momentum. So this could bode well for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, hopefully, the rest off. I said it could help because obviously Christian McCaffrey was hurt uh, to getting him back to health. Uh, but again, sometimes when you're off for a couple of weeks or whatever, that could create some a little bit of rust um, starting out in the game because you can't really simulate uh, game-type mm-hmm. speed uh, uh, or tempo um, when you're not really playing full speed or in practice. You know, the combination of you and Jerry Rice is like – up here, right? It's like all time. It's it's an unbelievable combination. There's been a lot of people talking here like, you can't pay Debo and Ayuk. You just can't pay them simultaneously. As a guy that played with Jerry Rice, I mean, obviously there's a financial component here, but in terms of spreading the ball around and, and how that maybe opens up the field for you, was it better to play with another great wide receiver or was it a little more difficult than people give it credit for? Um, for me, I didn't, I didn't find it difficult because I think if you're playing within the confines of the offense, um, the ball is going to find you. Um, and for me, I knew that I was, I was second fiddle playing behind Jerry Rice, and it was that way for years. It was myself and J.J. Stokes. And at one point in time, uh, it was me and Jokes. We were kind of, uh, J.J. Stokes, we were, we were jockeying for that wide receiver number two. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, like I said, at, when, when you're on the field at, at, with, with three great receivers or a number of playmakers, uh, a number of great players that can make plays, then it's all about decision-making and the quarterbacks, you know, uh, just pre-snap read, matchups uh, as far as where he's going to deliver the ball. And so uh, for me, I was a benefactor of obviously the, the double-team coverage that, that, that Jerry garnered, uh, rightfully so. And I just had to make myself and be prepared uh, every weekend. That's why I was able to amass the numbers and amass the success uh, that I was able to uh, to achieve because of me being prepared. But when you think about, you know, obviously the financial component, um, again, I never really fully got my just due as far as my market uh, uh, being paid, you know, what I was uh, garnered or should have been uh, making throughout the market. So um, that was part of the reason uh, I didn't end up in San Francisco, amongst some other things. But, you know, that's a, that's a good problem to have when you have receivers like Ayuk. Um, you got uh, Debo. Um, obviously, uh, Kittles, he right. plays a tight end, plays a big part in the success of us guys out, outside because – you know, everybody, sometimes your success and what you're doing, uh, we can benefit on the others doing their job. You know, T.O., there's a lot of hating going on when it comes to Hall of Fame. You knew mm. it because you weren't a first battle Hall of Famer for whatever reason. Right. The numbers speak for themselves. We watched you play your entire career. We both have 81 jerseys. We cried when you moved on to Philadelphia and scored all those touchdowns. Then you went to Dallas and you did the same damn thing. Quietly, you had a great season in Buffalo. Then you go to Cincinnati, you have another great season. So we know a lot of hating goes on, especially if you don't win the big one. And so for yeah. this team with the 49ers, we're seeing Frank Gore. We don't know how long he's going to have to wait to get in the Hall of Fame or Patrick Willis. He's been on ballots left and right. He still has to wait. How much mm-hmm. does it impact when you don't come through in the playoffs? And, like, individuals come through, but as a team, if you don't win that Super Bowl, how much does that affect the legacies of certain players like a George Kittle or Fred Warner when they do get up and retire five years after their career or whatnot and it comes to that Hall of Fame vote? Because it seems like a lot is dictated during this month of January if you don't get it done. You should be asking Dak Prescott and some of these Cowboys fans this 
again, it's gonna be it's it's just really deflating. It's very disappointing, right? Uh, especially when you're you're riding high, and these guys were at the threshold. They were at the door last year, and unfortunate uh, the unfortunate thing happened with the injury uh, to Brock Purdy. So again, uh, health is gonna play a big key into the success of this team, um, barring any setbacks. Um, barring any slow starts to a game, because you, you know with the with, with the with the Green Bay Packers, they're essentially they're kind of playing with house money. Uh, and, and Jordan Love, he's playing uh, with with like he has nothing to lose, and that's 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 dangerous. Um, and you got a good coach over there that has a young team playing very very well at an elite level. Do they have a shot um, tomorrow, To? Do they really have a shot against this Niners team tomorrow? Bro, nobody thought they had a shot against. Yeah. But you know, hey, T.O., but you and I both know Dallas is mentally soft. They're mentally fragile. And you've mentioned it. I I get that. And and, and trust me, that coach, he's going to have this team prepared. Uh, I think I've seen a few clips. He knows that this game is going to really be physical. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a chess match between these two coaches. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Um, as I said, uh, it's dangerous when you have a young team that really has really, really – Playing with house money, in, in a sense, they have nothing really. Besides the game, they probably feel like they don't have anything to lose, and they're playing with a lot of momentum. Um, Grant, yeah, they got to, uh, they got to, they got to travel. Um, but that 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 coach is going to have that team really, really ready to play. And obviously for the Niners, they got to be they 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 got to come out of that that locker room lathered up, uh, be ready to go uh, from the first snap, from the first blow of that whistle. You know, T.O., I've seen you and Stephen A. going back and forth the last couple of years for a variety of things. And if you don't want to talk about Stephen A., don't you don't have to bring him up directly. But you and the media have always kind of had, you know, things back and forth. From the player's perspective, what is the biggest issue with the, the media and how we talk about the games or the players right. themselves? Why is there such a disconnect? Because it does feel like there's, you know, a lot of guys taking the, the, the media into their own right. hands, and rightfully so, and the audiences right. are, are craving the players' right. perspective. But it feels like the players are still ticked off at a lot. Not all of them, um, and not all the media, but they're just frustrated. There's a lot of Skip Baylesses out yeah. there and stuff like that like, who don't know what the they're biggest talking beef? about. What's the biggest beef, you think, from the players' perspective? Um, just I think some of them they 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 can talk the game, but probably never played the game. Um, and as it relates to Stephen, I mean, um, a lot of guys that feel like they they know things internally. They have a lot of anonymous sources, and that's not that that's not cool when you don't really know the player uh, personally, or you know, just know you know firsthand like whatever the situation may be. What is transpiring? Like, there's always three sides to the story. I, I, I tell people, is their side, my side, and there's always the truth. Mm. And for me, uh, I'm always about the truth. And anybody that knows me, um, there's no reason for me to lie about anything. Um, but when you have, you use your platform uh, to obviously, you know, in today's age, it, it's to gain a, a large audience, clickbait, things of that nature, uh, given semi you know, factual information, right. um, you know, feeding, feeding the audience, you know, what they need to feed them um, without any without any full truth to it. I think that's where uh, it tends to rub a lot of athletes the, the wrong way. And, you know, Stephen A., he feels like he has, you know, uh, the heartbeat of a locker room or certain guys or whatever, but nobody's really feeling Stephen A. like that. Mm. He gets on his platform, he uses ESPN and his own personal platform uh, to, to, to kind of expose some things, even with me in our situation. He went on there and said, you know, held up papers like he had something on me, like he was going to expose me. For what? But again, he's feeding that all the audience 
false information. I, and I told him, I, I fired back. Show me what you have on me. Right. Whatever you got to expose me on, whatever those papers are, just, just kind of misleading that audience. I, I urge you to show people what you got on me because, again, I know I'm not perfect, but it's nothing near uh, what you're alluding to what you have on my pa- those papers as far as exposing me. So those are the type of things that, I, that that's really off base for me. And it's personal. It, you're taking personal shots at me and you're, 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 you're tinkering with, you know, my financial right. uh, way or means of, of mm-hmm. making dollars off the field yeah. because that's, that's, that's negative. Yep. Um, and you're trying to tarnish, uh, you know, defamation that's tarnishing, you know, my image in, in a sense. And so, uh, those are sort of things that, that guys don't like. And so obviously with, uh, obviously these, these media platforms, guys can go, uh, on and really go and uh, address some of these things that are being told. That's for over the years, uh, over the years, guys felt like they were suppressed. They feel like they felt like they didn't have a voice. I've always felt like I had a voice. I just chose to use it when I could. But if you ask any of my coaches, especially individual coaches um, that coach me, they'll tell you I'm probably one of the honest and probably on the most unapologetic guys and honest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, no doubt. I, I know Stephen A's probably mad at you because you were signing with Max Kellerman because he was keeping it real. And then it's just kind of ironic right. that him and Whitlock are going back and forth together. But what about Cam Newton? Before we get you out of here, I like what Cam Newton's doing. I love the video he put out yesterday when they were trying to call him, you know, uh, look at the yeah. stats here. And he said, hey, I'm a dual threat quarterback. Tell the entire yeah. story. I think Cam right. Newton's on to something here, T.O. No, no, he is. And I applaud. I think I, I, think I, I may have uh, kind of chimed in or posted a comment because, again, uh, late last night because I saw that with Jason McIntyre. And these are some of the things that, again, the fans get caught up into because they take whatever these commentators, these analysts are saying – as biblical, um, and then they start to then they start to attack and mistreat or uh, not like uh, a player because of they feel like they have inside information because they're on TV and as if they don't they lie too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, they're human. Um, they're not always telling the truth, and and it goes beyond the scope of journalism, uh, if you yeah. will. And so. This is where, again, you start to, like I said, we can all dig into somebody's personal life and find something uh, about them. Um, But if you're going to hold a job and be journalistic, uh, be truthful with the information that you're putting out there. And some, some, some information that they got, that, that they give, it's not, it's not totally true. Uh, but it's almost like it's like when you're 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 trying to tell a story or you're trying to hide something, uh, without actually telling a lie. It's like you're lying by omission. Right. And that's essentially what some of these commentators and analysts are doing. They're feeding the audience what they want to feed them, and the audience is doing nothing but buying into it. Right. It's just like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> every year, every year, Jerry Jones feeds them. They're buying into them probably winning the championship. Jerry Jones, let me tell you, Cowboys fan, Jerry Jones is winning no, like, any way you look at it, win, lose, or draw, whether they win a championship for whatever time he has left on this earth, he's always winning because these these fans are going to fill that hundred thousand hundred thousand seat stadium. They're going to buy that merch to to, to make them the the the, the most richest uh, team in America. They're going to do all those things. Guess what? The bottom line for Jerry is that money. He's always going to win whether they win, lose, or draw. So it doesn't matter what they do. 
So these Cowboy fans, they can keep crying. The best thing they can do is boycott going to the boycott going to some of those Cowboys games for a number of years until they until they get to at least the NFC Championship. Right. Well, so take- nothing's going to change. <laughs> they haven't done that since nineteen ninety five. And hopefully, Tio, whenever you join this show, we love when you join the show. We try to keep it real every day. We try to do the opposite of what we see out there nationally. We understand the players make the game. We tell our stories based off what you guys do on Sundays, Saturdays, yep. or Mondays, and we appreciate it. We always appreciate the time. T.O., man, you're a great. We got to get you out here. How are you not out here to blow the foghorn tomorrow at Levi Stadium when you have one of the most memorable moments, my number one moment, when it comes to Niners-Packers playoff history? How are we not out here in the Bay Area right now, T.O.? Hey, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, man. It's but great to see you, buddy. What, what we do know is you need to go get that 81 Vino, uh, 81vino.com, yeah. the 2018 Cabernet Savonary Reserve from Paso, Paso Robles. Uh, we use the promo code 49ers to get 10% off the Hall of Fame edition. How many cases, CO? 32 left. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about thirty two or so uh, cases left, man. So uh, get it while 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 the, uh, the getting is good right now, man. And I appreciate I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, the game has always been uh, uh, special to me. You guys have always been fair. Uh, do right by me, man. Appreciate it, and uh, go Niners. Let's go. Appreciate go it. The Niners. Hall of Famer, Pro Football Hall of Famer, should have been first ballot, but Absolutely. he's in there. Can't know how. T.O. here on the morning roast. Terrell Owens, uh, always good to hear from him. There's a lot to digest from that. He's with me, though. They ain't winning crap as long as Jerry Jones is running the show. He's not lying. He's not lying. I lost. I'm out. And he's right about some of these media members tarnishing these players and killing their business opportunities and taking money out of their pockets like Jason McIntyre. What a clown he is. Well, uh, we have this conversation a lot. Sam yep. and I had it this morning. We were talking about, you know, um, you know, do you have to have played and blah, blah, blah. Right. Look, I don't think you need to have played at the highest level to understand a game inside right. and out. But here's where I would say, those who didn't play at a high level, you better study yep. your butt off yep. to understand the ins and outs of it. Okay? And like so I've had this conversation with them regarding Farhan, and I'm using Farhan as an example here. I go Lubbock, he never played any baseball in his life. Right. Right? Now, I'm not saying that you had to have played in the bigs to be a great GM. But you have to know what it's like to dig into the batter's box at some level, at some level, to be able to comprehend it. And you have to go above and beyond to study the craft inside and out to to understand the point of view of the players as you're assessing things. You know what? Spot on, Shasky. And I've always had this approach when I cover games or I come on these airwaves. I know what I don't know. Exactly. I know what I don't know. I know that I can't break a game down like, say, Brian Baldinger. Yeah. And he's talking about nickel packages yeah. and cover two and yeah. concepts and stuff. Like, I understand the basics of it. I play football, but mm-hmm. at a high school level. I'm not going to sit here and be ignorant and say I understand what they're doing in the NFL and all their sophisticated schemes. I'm not going to do that. When Chris Mullen, when I talk to Mully and I talk to D. Wright and I talk to Fezzi, I know what I don't know about basketball. Mm-hmm. So how does this happen? How do you guys operate in the locker room after a tough loss? All these questions yeah. that I don't know. I know what I don't know. And a lot of people in the game now, they try to act like they know everything. (laughs) Yes. They try to act like they know everything, that they invented the game, that they are Vince Lombardi, or that they're a whisperer. So a lot of media members, I just don't think they know what they don't know. What I see a lot, is football for for in general, like the two greatest coaches of all time, Belichick and Bill Walsh, never played a down in the NFL. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. And they're the two greatest, right? Would we all agree? I think if we were mm-hmm. going to do, it'd be some combination of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know more about, like, if I asked Bill Walsh to teach me all of the techniques of, forget offense, a defensive player, a defensive back, he would understand inside and out. He has studied that craft so much, mm-hmm. right? Belichick can teach every single position yep. on the field. Now, he may not be able to play call plays on the offensive side at a high level, but he, he can understand the function of a left guard on any play, right? Those are the two guys. How many people put out all 22 film, for example, that I see in football that have no idea what the coaches are telling any of the players on the field, Uh, what the reads are, what this is. So I struggle when I see people that are putting those things out there with certainty, talking in certainty. I I took a two-year hiatus from the All-22, Shosky, because of that. Because people are saying, Jimmy should have thrown here. Now, you don't know what his read was. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the best quarterback in the world, but were you in the huddle? Do you know who the primary receiver was? Do you know who the secondary receiver was? Do you know who the third, who the safety valve was? These people act like they know everything. They, they killed the all twenty. I just came back to it this year. I had mm-hmm. to because the Niners were humming. And I want to see some mm-hmm. things, but I'm not going to sit here and think, oh, what that was the first read, that was the second read. Just pretty made a read and got it to that guy. I don't know if he was first, second, or third. I'll ask the player that. But too many people, they act like they know everything. So I, I tell young journalists all the time, know what you don't know. <laughs> know what you don't know. But I think start what's, from happen- there. what's happened in the NFL is it's becoming, and the NBA saw the same trend, stats dependent, where you yep. have a lot of people who can only talk about mm-hmm. the sport through the prism of stats. Mm-hmm. And this is where baseball's at currently. Mm-hmm. And that's why all of our, ba- all the best baseball conversations are dead. Yep. They're dead in the water. You can't even, t- we couldn't even talk about Brandon Belt without someone being like, this is war, is right. WRC, yep. is this, yep. it's like, no dog, that, yep. like, you've lost the essence of it. Yep. And I think in this conversation, as we talk about these things, this is where the Brock Purdy thing is a yep. fun, polarizing conversation because there's the stats, there's the eyeballs, there's people putting their their two cents and their spin on it. There's people educated, uneducated, played, who didn't play. Yep. Like it's a great sports yep. conversation, the yep. Purdy one. No, nah, yeah, the Purdy one. It's oh man, he dinks and dunks. Well, tell me you haven't watched Joe Montana's career. Tell me you haven't Brady. watched Tom Brady and all Drew Brees. The, the running back won a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> With like twelve catches. Right. Fourteen catches. Yeah. Out of the backfield. Yeah, I mean, Deacon and Duncan. All right. Fast five for today. Yeah. We're gonna rat a tat everybody's go. calls. That's fast five Time for today. For the Xfinity Fast Five. <laughs> your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity. Fast five, fast five, 30 seconds or less, starting with Adam in the city. Adam, what's happening? Uh, I'll make it quick. That I just find it funny that the, the person talking smack about Brock Purdy being the worst quarterback left in the playoffs is part of the same the regime that drafted Demarcus Russell. So that's my take. There it is. Next. There it is. Dave and Fresno. Dave and Fresno. What's happening? Yeah, guys. You know, it's it's Brock Purdy's always going to have his uh, stigma with him because where he was drafted, unfortunately. But hey, it doesn't matter. All we gotta do is win the Super Bowl, and it shouldn't matter to you guys. You guys sound like you. It does matter. You say it doesn't, but it shouldn't. All we gotta do is win, and let all the haters talk. Yep, just win, baby, just win. Shout out Al Davis, Larry in San Francisco. Larry, what's happening? Hey, what's up? Good morning, you guys. Good morning. About that that uh, Green Bay Packer fan. We don't just eat crackers. We eat we eat crab. We have some crab eating. Wine sipping, kids stealing 49 of fans. Woo! With that, I'm out. <laughs> Ricky and Danville. Ricky and Danville. Save that.
Niners! <laughs> Lined up at the gate by 9 o'clock tomorrow, man. I don't care. Rain or shine, we, we're going to do this. Flea, pack, flea. Let's Let it go. Richie Rich, Richie Rich, and then we got one more. Richie Rich, what's happening? What's up, my guys? Yeah, I'm going to come check you guys out tomorrow. Hey, real quick, man. Hey, Rob from San Bruno. You the biggest hating ass Brock Purdy fan out there, man. I'm gonna tell you, when Brock Purdy wins tomorrow and he wins the championship and hosts that Lombardi Trophy, you better swallow them words, bro, because you was a big ass hater. And Bonte and Shasta keep it hunted. They don't call you out on it, but I'm gonna call you out on it, bro. Swallow them words. Richie Rich, and last but not least, it's like the Rome Show, we got callers with beef. Last but not least. Duke in the city. Let's go, Duke! Duke in Lakeview to set the tone. Oh, man. Ain't no love. No love. The world to the bone. It goes to the scope. The number one seed with home field advantage. One after catch box. Purdy get the message. Hold on, hold on. We're going to get this right, y'all. The get it right, baby. Bone, it goes to the scope. The number one seed with home field advantage. One after catch. CMC get the message. But Purdy throwing touchdowns in the league. Can't stand it. Like you catching balls like a one-handed bandit. People stand the tall and intercepting everything. Oh, I can't wait till we get our six ring. He was like this dude, like a cold, sweet cheddar. I think it's kind of chilly where your hoodie and your sweater in zone, red zone. You better check it, Mark Purdy. All these do is set and break records. Let's go. Love that. Duke! And that's how you end the show. 42-20, Niners win going away. CMC, 150 all-purpose yards. And I'm telling you, Debo. Whoa, whoa! I'm going 34. Going 34-16 Niners. 34-16 Niners. McCaffrey, big game. I smell a big IU game. It's time for him to enter the postseason and have his postseason memory. We've had one from George Kittle. We had some from Bebo. It's Brendan IU's time. 34-16, 49ers. Spadoni, Lovman, got anything? I like all the home teams this weekend. Wow. That includes the Bills over the Chiefs. Wow. I like it. I like it. I like it. Lovman. I'm going to go Niners 31. Packers uh, will score late and get the backdoor cover. Finish with 24. So 31-24. I like that. I like that. I like that. That was Fast Five brought to you by Xfinity. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Don't forget Bill's High School tomorrow. Pancakes. $12 right now. $14 at the door. Come have some pancakes with your boys as we raise money for the Mills High School Athletic Program. That's from 9 to 12. And then it's all about them Niners. I'll see you down at Levi Stadium, everybody. Have a good weekend. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.